Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, aired right here on the ever-popular Blog Talk Radio Network. We are excited to be featured live globally. We want to welcome everyone to this national show for the entire community. This show is for all of us, no doubt. We bring topics to the table that are relevant and important. We always aim to offer insight, expertise, and helpful solutions that hopefully will impact and shape lives in a positive and meaningful manner. Stay connected with the show, and please share us with everyone you happen to know. We continue to receive awesome and positive reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone out there that's keeping us tuned in. Keep submitting the feedback. Our awesome listeners really inspire this show. We have a very special guest and a very hot topic on today's show. The famed minister and gospel vocalist Marlo Moore is with us today. Marlo Moore. She will discuss her own personal inspirations, and we also are going to get into a very critical topic for the entire community. Self-esteem is the subject today. Self-esteem. Marlo Moore has met a lot of people in her travels and through her ministry, and she will empower all of us with some amazing information today. You do not want to miss this enlightening conversation with the esteemed Marlo Moore. Knowledge is power. And listeners, you all know what I say constantly on this show. Sharing knowledge is even more powerful. It's important that each of us maintain a healthy and positive self-esteem throughout life. A lot of us just assume people feel good about themselves. But it's often the unsaid. It's the what goes without being said that can really hurt us ultimately. We have a lot going on in our community. And in order to address and offer sincere solutions, we have to start from within. Self-esteem is at the heart of most torment and internal conflict. I so believe this. I am proud of what we're bringing today. I am so proud of this platform. And even more thrilled that Marla Moore will contribute to this conversation. Real talk for real people. That's our tagline on this show. Stay with us, listeners, of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. We are just getting started. Lastly, at the end of this segment, we will feature a live reading from the celebrated and critically acclaimed poet, Portia Moore. Portia Moore. This literary genius will share an original selection with us today. This show is jam-packed, and we only have 30 minutes, so let's roll. Let's get it started right now. It is Shout Out Corner Time. Shout Out Corner Time, listeners. And as you know, this is the time where we briefly say hello and express acknowledgments to our loyal listeners and supporters worldwide. First up. Hello to Mr. Keon Moon. Keon Moon of Kiro Incorporated out of Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks for all of your support. We appreciate you. Keep up the great work. Also, hello to the members of Faith Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland. Faith Baptist Church out of Baltimore, Maryland. Thank you to all of the members who tune in uh, constantly to the show. We appreciate you connecting to us. Lastly, hello and congratulations to the newly married Mr. and Mrs. Stephen 
Taylor out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Stephen and Latika Taylor got married about two weeks ago, and all of their friends wanted us to know that and, and let them know how much they love the couple. So best wishes to you all, and may God continue to bless you. Now, do you want a shout-out from Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton? Or do you want to tell the world about your favorite church choir? Is your child's karate instructor awesome and you just want others to know about it? Share your good news with us. Simply email us at the show at letstalkshana at gmail.com. Let's Talk Shana. Shana spelled S-H-A-N-A. Send us all of your comments, feedback, and all your great news, and I promise we will put it on the air. Thanks for the continued support. Right now, we will go over our words of inspiration for today's show. This is a segment on the show where I provide quotations and statements I personally find profound. Today, we have scripture from the Holy Bible. Psalm 139, 13 through 14 states, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are my works. My soul knows it well. I'm going to echo this statement again because it is so relevant to today's topic, the discussion we are about to have with Miss Marlo Moore. The statement again, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are my works. My soul knows it very well. Awesome words to live by. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Marlo Moore is with us today, listeners. But before I introduce you to this phenomenal woman, I want to play some of her music. This voice will astound you. Listen in right now, and I will be back to bring in Miss Marlo Moore. Right now, I present to you the fan favorite, Holy. you 
The youngest of 10 children at the age of five, Marlo, supported and encouraged by her loving parents, began singing publicly in her hometown of Kansas City, Missouri. Marlo later found some success as a signed R&B artist in the mid-1990s, but she never lost sight of God's purpose for her life. She is a wife, a mother, a licensed minister, and a critically acclaimed gospel vocalist. Listeners of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, please help me welcome the radiant and talented Mrs. Marlo Moore. Marlo, how are you today? I'm fine, Shana. How are you? I am awesome, awesome, awesome. And I'm super excited that you've opted to join us today on Let's Talk America. Thank you. I know you're super busy. Oh, honey, you couldn't even imagine, but it's okay. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, you know, Marlo, we want to go right into our interview with you because so many individuals are looking forward to this conversation. First up, tell us briefly about your path, or your road, rather, to becoming the celebrated Marlo Moore. My road to just becoming me is long. It was lengthy. It was hard. Okay. It was definitely beneficial, however, because I do not um, take it, you know, lightly that God has brought me to this, you know, to this stage. Yes. However, um, where there's no pain, there can be no power. Where there's no test, of course, there can't be a testimony. So, you know, just all the years that I've been in the industry, I've been in the music industry for almost 20 years. Wow. And absolutely. So, you know, I'm no newcomer, but of course, I'll be new on the set uh, for gospel and so forth and so on, but I was, you know, previously R&B in the 90s and the early 2000s, well, actually, the early 90s, mid-90s, rather. Okay. And, uh, you know, that was a good, you know, start for me to see the business side, but I am so glad that I, you know, started back where I belong, back in gospel. Oh, awesome, awesome path that you have. Now, tell me this. You have such a beautiful voice. We played your selection wholly at the top of this segment, and I just love your music. I mean, it's it's awesome praise, Christian music. It's so inspirational, and it's so positive, Marlo. But tell me this. I always love asking vocalists or artists in general, what do you hope to accomplish through your music and your ministry? To have people pick up the 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 pain actually in the lyrics but also the power and just the the ministry the the testimonials of what lies behind the music every song is really a testimony mm-hmm. uh, from where God has brought me and yes. I want it to be relatable I want people to be delivered I want people to yes. be set free yes. I want from a three-year-old to a hundred-year-old to be able to relate to this music and their catchy tones for people um, to really be able to, you know, um, understand and be able to sing for themselves. Oh, beautiful. You know, Marlo, I also, like you, I, I love for individuals to be inspired or be influenced on a positive level. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you, if me being a citizen of the world, if you will. Thank you for sharing your insight to allow all of us to really move forward a true purpose of being positive and content and happy and, and just where we need to be. I, I appreciate that because everyone doesn't necessarily elect to do that. And I'm all Always very complimentary of individuals such as yourself who do say, you know what, I'm going to take the responsibility and I'm going to be accountable and I'm going to try to help others around me. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. 
You know, this question always fascinates me because I'm always looking for the answers, and I'm always one of these individuals taking notes. If I'm talking to individuals like you, I'm always taking notes so I can learn from you. Who or what inspires you and why, Marlo? My mother inspired me to be the person who I am today. Wow. Um, she is in glory. She passed away in 2005. Okay. But um, being the youngest of, you know, 10 children really gave me that opportunity to, you know, my mother was pretty much, she knew she was finished with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no if, ands, or buts about it. So it gave us that quality time and just watching her be a homemaker. Wow. A woman of God. Um, just being an awesome wife and just looking at how she made a, a, a lot with a little. And, of course, having that many children mm-hmm. um, and being in a, in a Christian household, yes. that is worth its weight in gold. So my mother inspired me, and, and, you know, now that she's in glory, I have spiritual mothers who have really blessed me um, since, you know, she passed away, and, you know, just women of God who multitask and are able to hold it down and, and still have a ministry, those women inspire me. That's what it's about. You know, you echoed something that matters to me a lot, and I always ask people, who inspires you? Who's your hero? Who's your mentor? And, you know, a lot of individuals will name off individuals who maybe be famous or legendary in a sense, and they inspire me. But I love, I love and admire when individuals, Marlo, tell me, my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, because you know why that appeals to me? Those are individuals you really know. You know their character. You know their their plight, if you will, their struggle or their life story. And I don't necessarily not looking up to individuals you don't know. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is what greater testimony than to say who I admire, who I love, who I want to be like or to help model my life like in their attitude and their spirit and how they kept things going and being positive. It's people you really know because it's easy to admire, if you will, iconize or people you don't know. No, but when you really know that individual, how personal is that? Yes, absolutely. And, and yeah, you know their, their whole story and not just um, looking at somebody who you, you know, want to become, but yes. you don't know their path to getting there. So the realistic part of that question, of course, it, it couldn't be anybody but my mother. That's right, because you knew her heart. Now, your ministry in music is all about positivity. It is so positive. You know, I, I listen to it and, and holy and like, oh, I'm inspired, right? I'm inspired by this. It makes me say, you know what? We obviously, we can become better. We serve a God that is awesome and dynamic. Yeah. Self-esteem is always a relevant topic to discuss. Let's talk about maintaining positive self-esteem right now. Please describe positive and healthy self-esteem, Marlo. The self-esteem, of course, is from the inside out. Okay. And because God is no respecter of person, and he does not look at your exterior, but he goes straight to your heart. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand that self-esteem is from the inside out. You can't dress it up. You can't smell good on the outside. You can't put on enough weave, enough makeup. Okay. If you are a messed up person on the inside, it is bound to come out through your pores. Yes. And yes. in the gospel music industry, I see so much of that and so many people oh. try to disguise it and cover it up oh, no. and try to, you know, have this you know, this aura about yes. them that they're more than what they really are. Yes. But, you know, when when I look at the, the scripture to back it up, 
and if you are a Genesis one twenty seven, you know, created in God's own image. That's right. That's right. That just completely wipes out your whole program. So you have to go with God's program about your self-image, your self-esteem, because a lot of things can break you down to where you'll have low self-esteem. And self-esteem is is a built thing. It's not something that really you're even born with. You have to find out who you are from a child on up. And I was... You know, I battled with low self-esteem as a young girl and as a young woman until I came into the knowledge of if I'm upset or I'm disappointed with how God made me, that means that I said that he's a failure. Mm, No. And there is no failure in God. That's right. So from the hairs on my head, the type of hair that I have, my fingernails, my eyes, my eyelashes, my whatever, he designed everything. That's right. I am uniquely designed. That's right. That's right. And, you know, Marlo, if we're in, whoever is out there listening right now, and we have lots of listeners all over the world, but be it a man or a woman, I hope when they hear your voice and my voice, they understand and truly believe they are worth loving. I hope they do because just like you said, there's a lot that goes on between birth and our death. And that whatever goes on in between, a lot of times can influence or impact how we feel about ourselves, okay? And a lot of that people will eternalize and blame themselves for whatever situations or scenarios they've been a part of or that happened to them. But I hope they understand, just like what you just said, we are worth loving ourselves. We have to understand that. Don't you agree? Absolutely. If you don't love yourself, how can someone else look at you? Because it it, it, it oozes out like a particular cologne. And how many people, yes. you know, you you know, once or twice in your life, you smell somebody that their cologne just didn't fit with their body. Yes. And you're like, oh, that just didn't work out so well. Yes. So trust and believe that self-esteem is just as powerful as if you put on some bad cologne. Mm, I love that comparison. Beautiful metaphor. You know, you, you touched on this a few minutes ago. Obviously, in your travels, you've met a lot of individuals you have. Why do so many people seem to struggle with maintaining healthy self-esteem? Well, I mean, why is it? Because you also touched on people will, you know, often try to mask it or cover it up, and, and it comes out looking like, mm, that's that's awkward, that's, that's fictitious, that's not real. They're overcompensating, if you will. But why do so many people seem to struggle with it? From birth. From, okay. you know, something that, you know, well, not really from birth, but from childhood, childhood. Okay. Something happened. There was a disconnect. There was somebody that um, mishandled them, uh, yes. dropped them, you know, in the spirit realm okay. uh, from a child. Um, and what I mean by drop is meaning um, they didn't love on them. They didn't build them from one to five during okay. those, those four years yes. of, of making who your character is. Yes. You are going to be from one to five if they mess it up. From five on, you keep whatever was placed in you from those four years. Wow. And that's psychological, that's mental, that is, you know, the way that it is. And a lot of people don't even know that. They don't understand that when you mess a child up from the age of one, where they, when they first start talking, whatever comes out of their mouth. Yes. And guess what? They're robots. So what they be, they see. What they see, yes. they be. What they hear, they be. Yes. And so if you're telling them, oh, you're so bad, oh, my God, you're, because those are, those are years that kids are inquisitive. That's right. That's right. If you tell them, oh, my God, you're so bad, oh, my goodness, that's the character you, know, oh. you put in them. 
you know, and, and it's unfortunate because, you know, obviously if you've dealt with a lot of individuals out in the world, if you've gone out ministering or if you're dealing with people and meeting, greeting people, you know, you hear people who, I'm not saying they're bad people. They're not. Because a lot of times it seems like they even say it without realizing what they're saying, but they will refer to a child as bad. You're, you're bad. You're bad. And you're almost like, why are you even speaking that or putting that even in that presence of that individual? And I, it doesn't seem to be something they're blindly doing, do you think? It's blind. Yes. It's blind. It's just something that you have no idea what you're speaking into your child. My husband and I, uh, we have spoke over our children um, ever since they were in the womb. My yes. son, uh, he is going to be a lawyer. Oh, right. He's just lawyers in the Atlanta, Georgia area. When Congratulations. He um, Harvard. Yes. And I spoke that as you know, when he was in the womb. Yes. When we found out on the ultrasound that he was a boy, I spoke it. At wow. three years old, my son, he told us that he wanted to be a lawyer. Not, oh. not seven, not ten, at three. Wow. And so when he, you know, went wayward, you know, in his little way and wanted to be, a, you know, a, a little teenager right now. Yes. Going through, he found out he was cute. <laughs> <laughs> and they find that out eventually. <laughs> and so he kind of got off balance, but I did remind him. Look, this is your path. Yes. This is what you're going to do to get here. This distraction is not going to matter because everything you do now affects your paycheck going yes. and affects who you really are called to be. Yes. And you are a man of God. That's right. You come from a royal priesthood. That's right. Yes. And so if you don't speak that into your children, and I, and I know people, just they just don't know. They yes. don't know what to speak. Yes. Into their children. Well, that's why we have to seek individuals right. such as you, other positive people in our lives, to help us become what we want to be. Because it's what you just said, Marlo, that a lot of us come from maybe backgrounds or childhoods where that wasn't practice. But just because it was born that way or you're in that situation does not mean you have to stay in that situation. No. Wow. You know, from your perspective, and, and tell me this, because we're beginning to wrap up this exclusive and dynamic interview. We're going to have to have you back on. But right now, and I know this because there are lots of listeners out there listening. I mean, we've got listeners in San Francisco, over in Guam, individuals stationed in Germany that, that are listening right now to your voice and my voice. And you know, you know this very well because you are a woman who have helped many people. They're struggling right now to hold on to healthy self-esteem for whatever reason, what happened in the past, what happened yesterday, how they're feeling right now, their fear of the future, whatever may be going on, torment inside, fighting itself. What lasting guidance or advice do you have for this person right now? What, what words, briefly, can you tell them to share to let them know that don't give up and the low self-esteem is not what's needed right now? Please speak to us. For the believers... Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declared the Lord. Plans for good and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Wow. For the non-believer, okay. I would still give them that same scripture. Okay. But I would let them know that they need good role models. They need counseling. Yes. They need to get a relationship with the Lord. Yes. Because just telling somebody, oh, if I were you, I would do this, or I would do this, or I would do this. Okay. The Word of God has not changed in over 2,000 years. Oh, amazing. All the motivational pieces. Yes. People that are going out, these $15,000 seminars. Wow. I'll tell you something, a Bible, at best, a 
yes. with all the, you know, information in it that you want, even the side notes, the cliff notes, yes. the cliff notes, it will still be under 50 bucks. Wow. Wow. I would say, get to know the word. Get to know the Lord. Yes. Wow. Amazing word. manual. Amazing words from a gifted woman, Marlo Moore. We are got to get out of here. We got to wrap up. Marlo, please tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and your music ministry. I am currently M-A-R-L-O-M-O-O-R-E. I am Marlo Moore, and I have the same Twitter name, the same Facebook name. I'm on Instagram and of course, I am on iTunes and every internet distribution site available. Wow. I will be in major stores within the next couple of months. Wow. God has opened the door for major distribution. Awesome. So I will, yes, I will. You will be able to go to the Walmart Target and see my face. And I suggest to everybody, if you really want something, especially if you're struggling in this area, yes. you know, go pick my CD up and it will mm. bless you. It, you know, download it today. It will mm. bless your socks off. Um. And I am at simply Moore okay. at gmail.com for booking. If you want me to come here, I do travel. Okay. And I go out of country as well. Uh, a beautiful woman with a beautiful message for all of us. Marlo Moore, we love you here at Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you, Shana. Uh, right, babe. Congratulations and keep shining, young lady. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome. I love that interview with the famed and talented and gracious Marlo Moore. We are now quickly approaching the end of the program. What a show today. We will get to the poet Portia Moore in a few seconds. But first up, thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Next show will be on Tuesday, July the 30th at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. We have more hot and relevant topics coming. Stay with us, everyone. Email the show at letstalkshana at gmail.com. All show content is original. Copyright 2013 by Shana Thornton. Now let's get to one of my favorite segments, Spotlight Time. The poet Portia Moore is the former director of the Arizona Western College Creative Writing School. Her most recent poems appear in the much-anticipated anthology, Temple Tupu, which includes the works of Maya Angelou, Rita Dove, and the talented Lucille Clifton. She served as poet-in-residence at the renowned Avery Research Center out of Charleston, South Carolina, and I love Charleston. Listeners from all over, please listen in right now to hear the celebrated and critically acclaimed poet, Portia Moore. She will close this show out today. Thank you for your support, everybody. We love you. Poet Portia Moore, please take us home. Stay clean. Maybe what we all need are the trumpets blaring. Some mighty one who brings down prayers like the will of God for all of us at once, glowing like an ambient light, shining from a place oozing with the milky green thickness of love and life and all that stuff that we cherish, even death. I am speaking about the seasons now, how they come rolled into one at day clean. When the vestiges of night share rare bits of conversation with morning's clouds, making the day clean Genesis all over again. I need that one. I need that one morning when I can wake up and face the day, reaching towards the sky, 
bubbling up, gurgling, overflowing with tranquility, not because of anything I need I have received or anything I desire has flown into the absence that was once the palm of my hand, but simply because it feels good to know that the unseen sees me and is the happier for it. I need the one. I need that morning when angels whisper in my ear all the mysteries of the world and I can go deaf, dumb, and blind, happy that I don't have to watch another movie where a black man commits some violent act or some black woman is shaking her tail feathers across the screen, seducing me to levels of self-hatred that I just can no longer be a part of. I need a fresh, fresh day clean. I need an America where I can be dark-skinned and have dreadlocks and people not assume that some part of me dislikes white folks or that I am angry, like to roll my neck when I speak passionately or have this desire to be forever in control like a good, strong black woman. My truth is that these things simply are not true. I need to wake up as Maya wrote, on the very pulse of a new day, and pray to the Lord above that the veins are running free of isms. I need a day clean, welcomed in by the thunder of wild horses. Dreams spread out onto the pages of coloring books, painted any which way I like. 